The following program, the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show, is paid for in full by Acunet Mortgage, LLC, an equal housing lender, consumeraccess.org, number 255368. The advice and opinions expressed during the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show are solely that of the hosts and guests of Acunet Mortgage, LLC, and not WTMJ or Good Karma Brands. Welcome to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show getting you inside information on buying, selling, and financing your home with expert advice from AccuNet Mortgage and Realty. And now, here's David Wickert and Tim Holtman. Good morning and welcome to the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show. I'm David Wickert, Senior Loan Consultant and Chief Client Experience Officer at AccuNet Mortgage, joined today by brother-in-law and fellow senior loan consultant, Tim Holdman. Tim, a happy playoff Sunday to you. You had, you were on with Brian last week and you're on with me this week. Uh, I appreciate you uh, being on the air with me today. Uh, of course. Happy playoff Sunday. Go Packers. Uh, <sighs> I am extremely nervous, uh, yes. but uh, you know we're playing with house money, so it'll, it'll be fun no matter what. <laughs> And hope everyone's staying uh, warm and dry because we have finally hit winter. Uh, it feels so, like winter. Yeah. yeah. I was telling, okay, we'll come back to this. I was telling some real estate agents uh, uh, late uh, on Friday, I was like, you want to talk about a great time to be a buyer? You want to go to an open house uh, at 4 p.m. on Sunday and you hope the weather's terrible because yeah. no one else is going to be there. They're going to be in front of their TVs. And Correct. so maybe. You know what it is? All the Bears fans will be out looking at houses later this afternoon. <laughs> all, the, all the Bears and Vikings fans. Yeah. Oof. Uh, if you have a question or a comment, you can call or text us on the WTMJ Talk and text line 855-616-1620. You can always grab a podcast of today's show and any past show wherever you normally get your podcast. Uh, Tim, so this week, uh, the reports, well, one report and then the follow-up report that mattered the most was the CPI report on Thursday morning, the Consumer Price Index report. Uh, that came in uh, at year over year at 3.4%. Okay. Month over month, that number came in at 0.3%. Uh, just as a reminder, the Federal Reserve's mandate is a balance between full employment and price stability, which basically means keep inflation in check. Their bogey is at or around 2%. So we are slightly above not, that 2% not there run. Yep. No, but but boy, we are less fat than we used to be on inflation. <laughs> uh, in summer of 22, uh, we were in like the eights and nines year right. over year. I remember so, that. And this has been what, you know, this has been the elevating ingredient for interest rates. And so we continue to get less fat with regards to inflation, but let's not mm -hmm. pretend we're skinny yet. And the market, what's funny is markets, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, the bond market, it was just kind of just like bracing itself, just like hands against mm -hmm. the wall, just like, oh man, what's gonna happen on Thursday? Yeah. And then inflation report came out on Thursday. It was kind of like, it was a you nothing know? burger. Yeah. Yeah. It was like not bad, not good. Thumbs up. Okay. Markets were mostly glad they just didn't get slaughtered um, because uh, that report came out on Thursday. And as we've said any number of times, Tim uh, and dad as well, the 
bond market always is moving in advance of actual changes, particularly with regard to the Fed. The best yeah. example of that was when the Fed was raising rates. They, the, you know, those meetings that when the Federal Reserve Open Market Committee would meet, those are scheduled. And then they would release their information, you know, their press release on Wednesdays at 1 p.m. and be like, we, the Fed, raised rates by a quarter in this example in the last few years. Well, markets had already gone up to yeah. reflect, you know, the anticipated movement. And now it's already, it's happening in reverse. Rates have come down from their mm. October highs, not because the, the Fed has has actually done nothing nothing yeah they've but said they've, different words well but, and they've announced that they are expecting to do rate cuts later on this right, year and right. that news has caused rates to come down now because they are rate mortgage rates are future facing they are forward facing in the, in yes. the way that they move uh real quick david i just want to share an anecdote because i'm having a lot of customers having the conversation of, oh, if I buy now, you know, when, where do you think rates are going to go? Should I pay points, not pay points? Oh, when can I refinance? And I'm trying to tell folks, like, listen, if you're seeing your Google News headline talk about the rate Fed cut or the Fed rate cuts, that's actually not directly affecting mortgage rates. If you want to no. keep a pulse on where mortgage rates are going, look up the news on inflation, because that is the thing that is going to have a more immediate effect on mortgage rates, the, the yes. Fed's announcement or really the Fed's actual rate cuts aren't going to move the needle on mortgage rates at all unless they do something that is way unexpected or way different than what they said they were going to do. Yes. The, the, the Fed's indication of their future rate policy is actually m more having an immediate effect on mortgage rates, not when they actually do the, the cut or the raise or you know whenever they have the actual meeting. True. So that Inflation report came out on Thursday. Like we said, it was kind of a nothing sandwich or like, hey, you know, we're we're conquering. We continue to conquer inflation, but let's not pretend we're all the yeah, way there we're yet. Not, we're not all the way in the end zone. Yeah. Well, and as you and I work with clients here at the start of the year, I don't want to say rates don't matter, but man, a lot of folks are just deciding 2024 it's, is the year. I want to get not into stopping people from buying homes at no. this point. So I want to get into a couple of those clients that we've been talking to here this last week. Uh, you are listening to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show on AM620 WTMJ. Home buying advice from the guys who know it best. This is the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. Welcome back to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show. I'm David. That's Tim over there. Uh, Good morning. Tim, I've got clients who want to buy houses in 2024 because they're like it is time to keep moving on with life yeah we're, we're done waiting for the new normal at the new, the new normal is here so exactly. let's just get it done yeah. so these folks uh were referred to me by their financial advisor and okay. what I, you know, I just love when there's a lot of moving pieces dad has described that being working in mortgage is a lot about solving puzzles mm -hmm. and um we also like to say it's you know mostly it's about problem solving call it whatever oh, you yeah. want well i mean it's always fun when there's more puzzle pieces because that's yeah, we, you know that's what makes me tick 
we've been doing this a long time now and it's like the the super easy super boring scenarios are honestly kind of boring at this point i like i <laughs> not like that we don't good, just like boring yeah no not at all but like yeah it, it 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 adds it gives us more value basically like otherwise like we're not mcdonald's mortgage we're not just being like would you like fries with that okay here's your mortgage it's like we wow. we are consultants we like putting together really complicated game plans that, choosing the best execution of yes. the game plan for the client, you know, all those things. So, sorry, go on with your, with so your these story. folks, these guess what? These folks live currently live up North and they would like to move closer to the Madison area. Tim, my oh. clients are in their sixties. Would you like to okay. take a wild guess? What, what do you think is the center of gravity in their life? Maybe pulling them to the Madison area. Mm, I'm going to guess grandkids. David. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Grandkids, Shocker. not rates. Not home values, grandkids. No, always so about the grandkids. They have uh, been living in this current home up north for less than two years. So we got a mm. couple things going. Um, we should say uh, here at Acunet Mortgage, we do not provide tax advice. We know how to log on to the IRS.gov website. Yeah, we are not licensed tax advisors. We are, exactly, but we know how to read. And yeah. so these folks have an interesting timing element to yeah. their next home purchase. They, if they sell their current home before July of this year, 2024, they are likely to incur capital gains on right. this residence as they will not meet prior to July. They will not meet the two year primary residency requirement timeline, requirement yeah, yeah, sure. for the irs to avoid uh, the capital gains tax anyway indeed yeah. and what's interesting is they've actually owned this property for more than 20 years they've been oh. working on this uh, home improving it I, it might have been dirt you know when they bought it 20 some <laughs> years ago it's the old hunting shack or something like that well and so they previously owned a primary residence in the milwaukee area sold sure. that then moved, moved up north, full up time. north. Yeah. and as we said you know i was telling them you know it's probably not wise to play chicken with the irs and so mm. our our timing of like when did this become your primary residence was when did you start receiving mail yeah uh, at a, your up north place and the answer to that good... was july of 22. okay and so th the if they were to sell, uh, we've done this, I had a story the other week with dad about turning the lights on and pointing at the boogeyman, right? Because you say, you say something squishy about capital gains on the sale of my home. It's like, oh, the sky is falling. Yeah. It's like, well, let's, no, let's I, quantify yeah. this. No, I like it. I always want to find out, hey, let's, what's the worst case scenario, quote yes. unquote? And, and then let's talk more about that because to your point, maybe it's actually not as scary as you, know, as you think it is. So for them, and we did that, and you know, I, I gave as many disclosures as I possibly could. Like, <laughs> I am not your Caveats. tax advisor. You know, please do not consider this advice, but I know how to do math. They have done their best to um document all of their basis uh for this home because that reduces then the taxable okay. amount so if they sell sure. they probably will have about two hundred thousand dollars worth of taxable gains i'm going to call it 
If they okay. then have to pay capital gains on that at 15%, they're talking about a $30,000 bogey. If they sold sure. this home before they before met the two-year, yeah, before yeah. they met their two-year window, it's a $30,000 decision. It's a $30,000 like, uh, do we sell? Do we not sell? What does mm -hmm. that timing look like? It's a, it's, me, I call it the, uh, we'll call it the $30,000 accelerator cost, right? There you go. You want to exactly. accelerate your, your move timeline. You got to pay the piper. Exactly. Let me detail you how we're going to help them not incur that $30,000 of capital gains possibly mm -hmm. by crafting how they purchase this next home in the Madison area. More details on that. Helping grandparents move closer to their grandkids at Acunet Mortgage. <laughs> You're listening to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show on AM620 WTMJ. Getting you into the home of your dreams. Here's more of the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Weckert on WTMJ. Thanks for hanging with us here on Playoff Sunday. This is the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show. Tim, telling a story about a retired couple who, should we just rename, you know, a portion of Acunet Grandparent Mortgage? You know, because that's, that's the best reason there is. Anyway. It, uh, it's, it's definitely a big one, yeah. So, so these folks are juggling a couple uh, important, you know, financial decisions. And they, uh, as we described in the previous segment, if they sell this current home up north before July, they are likely to incur some capital gains. So what I crafted for them was to use, to classify this new home in the Madison area as a secondary residence. Sure. Uh, because then they can, with a straight face, be like, nope, our primary residence remained up north until mm -hmm. summertime. And yep. then we moved to this additional secondary residence that we financed, um, you know, in the Madison area. Yeah. So that tackles to, their concern. Yeah. Well, and I'm, and I'm sure they brought this up, but secondary mortgage rates are slightly higher than primary residence mortgages, but the extra interest they're going to pay on that for a couple months, uh, you know, until it is their true primary residence and then they probably refinance. Yeah. That is going to be way less than a $30,000 capital gains tax, which is what we 100%. quantified in the previous segment. So it's they're yeah. still coming and, out on top. <laughs> right. And so, so that was a success. So we kind of tackled the concern about capital gains. The other piece that these folks wanted to um, reduce was uh, was actually the interest expense. So they're actually proceeding with a 15-year fixed on the nice. secondary home to sure. further reduce that interest expense. Hey, if they if they can swing it on the monthly payment side of things, why not? Yeah. In addition to that, in working with their financial advisor, I've had a string of these, and it's been great. Acunet Mortgage is absolute pros at helping retired folks turn their IRA assets into monthly income that we can put on the mortgage application. Yeah. And, and that, while down payment is important in mortgage lending, the other third of the formula is income. Mm -hmm. And when we help convert on paper that asset 
into income, it's literally the same as if you're working a W-2 salary job at Kohl's Corporate. It's the yeah. same thing in the eyes of mortgage lending. It's it's so, an amazing tool that like, it almost sounds too good to be true, but I mean, it, it is one of those sweet spots where it, it's an asset, but if you're over the age of 59 and a half and it's yep. a personally controlled IRA, we get to actually call that a qualifiable income source yes. in the mortgage world and tap into it, even if you're not going to actually use it continuing as an income source going forward after closing. So I've saved my best. So, I mean, come on, puzzle pieces, mortgage. <laughs> Thank you for calling puzzle mortgage. How can we put this together for you? My last piece of the puzzle though, Tim was, so my clients had on their up North home, they have no mortgage, got okay. a ton of equity. Let's call it like $400,000 of equity. They also happen to have $200,000 of cash. Okay. And so they were deciding how should we assemble our down payment for mm. this what purchase. price range are they shopping in in the madison area uh it's the it's like north of six hundred thousand dollars okay so it's gotcha. a chunk of change um yeah. and they would like to do a strong down payment both to get the better rate on the 15-year fixed and because it's a secondary home it, it gets them better yeah. pricing right my what i was proud of was i said i because at some point, when they sell their up north house, they're going to get this flood of money. Yeah, this this windfall of so, cash. Yeah. So it's it's about bridging uh, from when they close here in January to when they get oh. a bunch of this cash in. Bridging? Bridging? bridging. Yeah, well, okay. <laughs> so I told them, here's what I want you to do. I want you to use all the cash or nearly all the cash in your savings account for your down payment. Yeah. Because you're going to get because you're paying back. because well yeah. because you're paying zero percent interest on that cash, right? Then I'm going to help you set up a home equity line of credit on your primary Boom. home that on the day you get it is a zero balance. Then what I want you to do, I want you to pay bills by pulling only what you need yeah, from that, that home equity line of credit. So let's say they got ten thousand dollars a month in bills. It's better that they pay interest on the smaller ten thousand yeah. dollars than maybe twenty thousand dollars the next month, right? As they incur it, maybe thirty thousand yeah. dollars the next month, so that the they're not paying interest on the big chunk, which I would say is maybe more the regular bridge loan advice. I was particularly yeah. proud. This was a, a flavor of bridge loan, though. I, I like that. That's good yes. advice. I it actually was self bridge. We'll, we'll swap stories because after the break, I've got a customer with an equally fun little puzzle uh, mortgage scenario that I helped put together for him. So we'll, we'll talk about that next after the break. Now it's time to turn it over to the 24-hour newsroom. Don't break the bank to get into a house. Back to the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. All right, welcome back to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show. We're having a good time, uh, anxiously awaiting kickoff. Uh, and in the meantime, you know, just to calm our nerves, swapping some mortgage stories. Uh, David, you reminded me of a customer I spoke to earlier this week, very similar to, to your grandparents in the sense that they kind of had a sense they knew they could do something to accomplish their goal, but there's a lot of moving parts. And it's like, Tim, how do we figure out the best way to, to get this done. So yeah. my customer's scenario, uh, him and his wife both retired. Uh, the, the grand, the grandkids did not come into play, at least from, from what I know so far. 
uh, but they're retired and they own a, a beautiful home worth north of 500k in the uh, Racine County area. So you know, okay. south side of, of Milwaukee. Um, free and clear, no mortgage on it whatsoever. Okay. And they go down to Florida a couple months every winter uh, to beat the snow, and they've been renting. And they're like, ah, it'd be really great to find a place that we could own as a more permanent landing spot, you know, for us down there. Because we see ourselves going down there every year until we, you know, literally can't travel anymore. On a day like today, I understand that more, or this weekend, I understand that more than ever. No kidding. Um, But then the other twist is that he's like, well, Tim simultaneously we're realizing we got kind of too much house for ourselves at this point in our lives. Like it's just the two of us. We're empty nesters. Now we don't need this really big house that we have. We love it, but we're probably looking to downsize into either uh, a condo. And they were actually looking at some new construction condos, which we can talk about that later on, uh, or maybe a single family. Okay. So they're like, we don't know which is going to come first, but in all likelihood, you know, A, we want to be ready to snatch up a Florida home if one comes available at a good price. They're kind yep. of shopping in the yep. Fort Myers area. But B, we might be talking within a couple months about actually moving primary residences as well. So, like, Tim, how do we figure out the, <laughs> that's the a best lot. way? Yeah, that's <laughs> a lot. And, you know, I, uh, the nice thing is, at least about the way we operate, is that we can keep things relatively fluid, relatively flexible, right? So what I did is I gave him a pre-approval just for the peace of mind. I gave him a pre-approval letter on if he wanted to go and, and get a mortgage against a secondary home, a vacation home in Florida. Sure. Because so yeah. I said, this is your this is your green light, your assurance that financially you can qualify for a loan. You know, we've accessed his credit. We looked at income. Uh, and they also, by the way, have some IRAs that they're not tapping into. And I said, awesome. That's great. Because if we're in this weird in-between period where you own more properties then you're actually going to own when the dust settles. Yeah, we can tap into that IRA as a, a sort of shot in the arm income boost temporarily Ooh, until like you that. until you offload a property. Yes. Um, but I said, you know, Mr. Customer, the reality is you're sitting on this amazing tool that not a lot of people have, which is you have a, a property, your primary residence that is free and clear, massive amount of equity that you're to your point paying zero percent interest on, right? Yes. So. I've heard you say I, this many. Uh, yeah, okay, go ahead. Uh, well, I was going to say equity <laughs> is like hundred dollar bills on your roof. It's up there, but it's like, I, how do I get a ladder <laughs> so that I can use that money? Right. I like that. Um, and I said, so you know, if if we know this is all going to be borrowed money at the end of the day, the if you want to go out and buy a Florida property, I would actually recommend that we do a cash out refinance on your primary home yep. at a lower rate than if you were to go get the mortgage secured against the Florida home, because that would be a vacation home, a secondary residence. He really liked the sound of that. Uh, And and he's He's also in more, he's in more control than too, because then it's only about him and getting the cash out refinance done. And like, then he's got the pile of money. He's not, he, you just show up to your Florida purchase with a bag of money. You're not even... Go ahead. Yes. And well, and no, and I'm glad you led me down that road because it also makes him more desirable in the eyes of the seller of the Florida Ooh. property because he's a cash yeah. buyer. So if he's needing to beat off other offers or other buyers, then it's like he's presenting himself as a cash buyer, which as we all know that the seller is going to 
like that more than if those other folks are coming with a pre-approval saying, oh, yeah, I do need to get a, a mortgage you know, on this second home. Uh, in, it, down in Florida, are they looking in the 400, 500 range or what's their price? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Upper, I think he said 500 would be, would be their max. I'm they, just saying they also, Flor- there's a lot of people yeah. who can stroke a check for that much in Florida, which means Correct. you really do need to figure out how to yeah. be as cash like yeah. as possible. Yeah. Just to be in the conversation of getting your yes. offer accepted, you need to right. be a cash buyer. That's a good point. And they also have about 200 K of assets that they are prepared to part with in some way, shape, or form in the future, you know, for a house down payment. So after the break, I'll bring us back because there's more meat on the bone for this story yeah, yeah. too, because there's an update on the Florida property and an update on when they want to buy their new primary downsize home in Wisconsin. You're listening to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show, WTMJ. Important home buying questions and answers you can count on. This is the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. All right. Welcome to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show. Thanks for listening with us. Uh, David, just to, to put a bow on my story of my Florida slash Wisconsin home shoppers, um, they actually ended up on Friday getting an accepted offer on their oh. Florida dream home. Oh, so I said, okay. all right, let's, let's giddy up and get going on your cash out refi because he wants yep. to do that. And we're having a meeting on Monday. So maybe I'll, if I'm co-hosting with either you or Brian next week, I'll give an update on this because the other thing he's considering is, well, I might want to buy a new construction condo. I know these builders are being building a couple niche condos, uh, you know, small HOA, yeah. but seems like really high quality, something I'm interested in. And I said, okay, well, maybe what we do is actually pull as much cash equity out of your current primary home as possible mm-hmm. so that after you buy your home, you might have some leftover cash to then at least put a very sizable down payment or maybe even be able to buy the condo in cash as well, depending on what that final purchase price ends up being. Yeah. Um, because, you know, you can draw up to 80% of your home's appraised value on a cash out refinance of a single home primary residence. So it makes sense to do that. And then the reality is, it's, you know, after that new condo is built, which will probably be six or seven months down the road. I mean, it's the snow has fallen. They haven't even broken ground. So we're going <laughs> to yeah. be looking, maybe even fall of 2024. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At that point, you can move in and then you can sell your current primary home, pay off our mortgage in full <laughs> and, you know, even uh, then get the rest of your proceeds out. I, I did talk last week with Brian about this scenario, but it's, developed even a little bit further since then so i kind of wanted to give that update so you're saying that if they they might at one time own three homes because it's you've got your primary home in wisconsin this florida Florida vacation you're saying right and you're saying let's buy the new condo before you've sold the old house here in wisconsin and I'm exactly. with you. Okay, yeah. interesting. Yeah. So we'll we'll figure out ultimately how much they want to borrow. Uh, but the primary goal, uh, the immediate goal, is obviously to to get this uh, uh, cash in hand so he can he can buy the Florida property and then maybe revisit what the next step is from there. What I was gonna you know circle back to with you was as you described. I, I sometimes say we're not gonna run out of electrons. You know, in, no. you know, putting together <laughs> scenarios. And so as you mm-hmm. were describing, it was like, 
these clients weren't sure, hey, what's going to come first? Is is the Florida secondary home going to happen, you know, first? Or is the new primary in Wisconsin home going to happen yeah. first? And it's like, I can give you more than one pre-approval. I can give you more than one scenario. Mm -hmm. Exactly. As we, as we like to tell customers, we want to give you the confidence that there is a plan no, kind of no matter what the timing is so that mm -hmm. when the right house pops up, you're ready. You're not wondering, you know, I, I tell customers, it's like, do you like less stress? Because, <laughs> and every single one of them says yes. And so nobody wakes up in the morning. What I want today a mortgage. Well, maybe you and me and Brian, we wake up and we're like, you know, yeah, we, but we, no we, one wakes up and the, says, "I want to be, I want to be more stressed." No one wakes right. up and has exactly that what you and so when you're buying a house, what you actually want is the house. And so for your client, what you empowered them to do was pivot the decision, not from "Can we do this financially?" You pivoted it to "Do we want to buy this house?" Right, which is well, a, a much and, more and personal want, decision. Absolutely. And you want to answer that first question first before we go deeper, right? So that because it's answer, more stressful yes. if you fall in love with the house and then you find out that you can't pull uh, it together financially, more stressful. That's the worst. Yeah. And you know, this time of year when I'm talking to to new, you know, potential customers and they're like, ah, should I get pre approved? My answer my question is back is, Well, are you looking? And if they say yes, right. even if it's casually, it's like, then we should really, you know. I promise it won't be any more painful than it needs to be, but I do want to gather some of your financial info because it's like, and if you're a brand new customer of mine and not a past customer, I don't know anything about you financially. I can't yeah. in all good conscience recommend you look at homes or even look at listings because if you're out there, you're probably going to find something that you like. And then that's I, in that scenario, I just want to do everything possible to avoid, which is you go see a house, you love it. Then you come back to me and want to get pre-approved. And then for whatever reason, it's not possible. Or maybe that particular price range is impossible, right? So it, spend <laughs> yes. the five, 10 minutes with me or David or, or another consultant at Acunet Mortgage and put together the game plan so that you don't go break your heart, you know, fall in love with a house that you can't actually buy. I've got one more tale, uh, another retired person, but I liked your income shot in the arm. Especially mm, yes. if you have to own two homes uh, for a short period of time. Let me tell you that story on the last segment. You're listening to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show on AM620 WTMJ. Find a place to call home without the headache. This is the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. Thanks for hanging with us. I'm David Wickert. That's Tim Holdman over there. Hello. Tim, I'm going to be wearing my Clay Matthews jersey later today. What jersey are you going to be wearing? You have a oh, Donald Driver, right? Donald Driver, which number 80 with Bo Melton, I, you know, is giving me oh, yeah. super big double D vibes. So uh, I'm proud, proud to rock the Driver uh, jersey there is again. Going to Lambeau and seeing just the history of jerseys is an amazing... Uh, you see like a Frank Winters jersey. Those are yeah, the things Antonio you see Antonio Freeman. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Dorsey Levins. Ah, oh, jeez. Sterling Sharp. Or, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> so uh, on last Friday, so not this past Friday, the previous Friday, we got a referral from a past customer who's also a financial advisor because her sister is moving from the East Coast back to Wisconsin to be, guess what, closer to family. 
Shocker. And, yeah. This is my surprised face. <laughs> she is of retirement age and had just listed her home for sale and is going to make some nice proceeds from the sale of that, you know, soon to be old house. Yeah. That sale will not close before she gets the before she gets to closing on the new Wisconsin home. Sure. And so for a short period of time she's going to own both properties. Indeed. And in yeah. and in mortgage lending, if on the day you are buying the new next house and you also own another property, let's just call it your old house. Mortgage lending wants to make sure that you can swing both of those payments and all your other mm -hmm. monthly debts for the foreseeable future. Uh, no, for, for upon the end, until the for, end for of time. Forever. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That and Eat. trust me, in real life, I I sort of disagree with that on premise. But mortgage lending always thinks of the worst case scenario. So the way I describe it to my customers is, whatever your financial reality is on the day we close on our new yeah. loan, yep. That's how we have to treat it as if it's never going to get better. Yep. From now until the end of time. So if, if on the day we close on your new loan, if you sell, if you own another property, even if you're going to sell it the very next day, doesn't matter. The full doesn't cost matter. of owning that property has to be included in the overall financial calculation. And, and so in real life, does my client moving from the East coast, does she want to own two homes and have two mortgages? No, no. she's going to have one mortgage payment on her new place here in southeastern Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. But for the time being, for the interim, we need a shot in the arm for income. Yeah. And so once again, we reached for this amazing tool. She has retirement assets, and we are awesome. helping to turn that into mortgage qualifying income. Mm -hmm. Not because she's going to need this income. I mean, I think literally she's going to buy her new place by the end of January. She told me at the end of last week, she has a cash offer on her East Coast house. She doesn't have that awesome. cash in hand yet. I mean, they're going to have offer. to show up. That's yeah. a strong offer. They're going to have to show up with the bag of money, uh, you yeah. know, in February. But as you said, it's a snapshot in time. So she's not going to need this shot in the arm of additional income. Uh, but at least to get to the end zone, uh, here in, for her Wisconsin purchase, we're going to need that. Mm -hmm. The other, the other nugget on this that we've done for a lot of clients is when she sells this East coast house, she's going to have a chunk of money in those, mm. fr from those proceeds. Yeah. Let's just call it a hundred thousand dollars. If she would like to apply that to her new loan, we can help do that. That's For not sure. called refinance. That's called Do doesn't have to be. Yeah, doesn't yeah. have to be. Most times that's called recast, which allows you to lower the new loan amount and stretch the payment out as if that was the plan from the word go. Yeah. A lot the of fancy word like is that, that they they reamortize the remaining payments based off yeah. of the lower loan balance after factoring in that big exactly. principal payment. Yeah. So it's, yeah, a lot of people like that because to your point, it's as if that was the starting loan balance. That's where they wanted. It, yeah. If they could wave a magic yeah. wand, that's what they would have wanted from the word go. Maybe we got to do the Texas two-step in order to get there. Yeah. These are the puzzles that the loan consultants at Acunet Mortgage are putting together and solving every single day. 
Rates are reasonable. Uh, yeah. If you our rates like are to, really good. Our rates are re- the best. Not if not you, on top on top of really good advice. We also have really good rates. I just want to point if that you out. would like both great rates and great advice. All you got to do to get started is click on the blue button at acunet.com. That's a c c u n e t dot com. Go Packers! You've Go been Packers. listening to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show on AM620 WTMJ. The proceeding was a paid program. Advice and opinions expressed during the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show are solely that of the hosts or guests of Acunet Mortgage and Acunet Realty Advisors and not WTMJ Radio or Good Karma Brands Milwaukee, LLC.